whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland, and today we're talking about Season 13, Episodes 5 and 6, About a Girl and Cannonball. And Kelsey, will you please read us the wiki summaries? Sure. All right, here we go, because it's not on YouTube. Part 1. Adam becomes jealous of Becky spending time with Todd, leading him to make a potentially wrong move. Potentially? Allie may be falling too hard and fast for Leo. Maya can't stand the romance between Miles and Zoe. I mean, they're all, like, half right. Yeah. Okay, part two. Adam takes Dallas's advice and tries juggling two girls at once, but he's not that kind of guy. When upset Tristan goes AWOL in Paris, Maya enlists her sworn enemy for help finding him. Jenna starts getting unwanted attention from creepy French man. (laughs) Great. I mean, I guess? Again, half right. Um... But the episode titles for the first episode, episode five, it's About a Girl, which is a 1989 song by Nirvana. And I mean, I guess Adam's storyline is like all about Becky. Um, but I, d- I mean, otherwise not really related. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. It's fine. It's a great song. Yeah. And then episode six is called Cannonball, which is a 1993 song by the Breeders. And again, I mean, I don't know. The episode ends with a bang. That is true. Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. I don't know. Another good song. Yeah, true. All right. Well, let's just jump into it, I guess. We're off to a great start, guys. We haven't recorded in a while. <laughs> we had a couple stockpiled. Um, and we also have a broken piece, so we're doing our old school share microphone thing, which is fun and awkward. Yeah, so we apologize for any awkward pauses and, because we're sharing a microphone and it's interesting. But the should we just go right into Fashion Police? Because Adam's long hair is crazy and I hate it. I also hate his outfit um, and a little like not in this in the first scene where he's like dressed up for his date. It looks like he's wearing makeup, which is like if that's the choice that you want to make cool, live your best life. But that doesn't like jive with his character. So I feel like the Degrassi people just put too much makeup on him. Yeah, I feel like I felt like that in one of the last episodes we saw him in two. Like he was noticeably wearing like mascara um Maya's giant polka dot shirt thing is a choice um and but I am all for Adam covering his hair with a hat although Adam with the hat and the hair and the hoodie makes him look like a real dirtbag and I'm not here for (laughs) that at all does Drew had weird does Drew have weird sideburns now because I think he does I didn't pick up on it but I believe you because that seems like a Drew move um also, Adam's camo hat was a bad choice, in my opinion. Believe it or not, those are all of my fashion notes. They're all Adam-based. Same. Adam based. Same. That, that's all that I got. That's all I got. Um, but the episode starts with Adam trying to set up a Skype date with Becky, 
And then this fucking shirtless dude, Todd, keeps jumping in. And he's picking her up for church group. And she's like, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. I can't Skype tonight. I'm going to church group with Todd. And then fucking Todd, like, leans down after Becky leaves and doesn't sign off of Skype. And is like, don't worry, man. I'll take care of her. I'm like, this is none of your business, Todd. Why are you here? I have three points. One, that pizza looks terrible. (laughs) Two, she's like... We'll have a three-hour call tomorrow, which sounds way too long way for a Skype long. call. I don't care how sad and long distance and horny you are. Three hours is a long fucking time. And my point number three is that that guy is such a Todd. Oh, totally. Such a Todd. Also, after she bails on him, Drew has been bug- bugging Adam about the pizza the whole time. And now he's like, give me the pizza. Because, I don't know, that was a shtick that happened. Um, Canadians have low standards for pizza. Yeah, that pizza looked like trash. Um, but then we're back to fake Paris and Maya's wearing that polka dot thing and Tristan is wants to pretend to be sick because he doesn't want to see Miles and Zoe making out all over the place. And, you know, Maya makes a point that in normal circumstances would be true. Well, it's not like they're going to be making out in class and then they walk in and they're making out in class, which is so gross. So gross. Like they freaking make out all over the place all the time, which I'm like. That seems extensive. And then Tristan's like, well, now I really am nauseous and leaves. And Maya's talking to Winston. and She's like, can you get him to stop? And he's like, if you tell Miles to do something, he's just going to not to do something. He's just going to be do it harder unless you want to come in here and find a mattress. And she's <laughs> like, ew, gross. But then we actually get subtitles for the French teacher because I guess the viewers or I guess the showrunners just assume like their students on the show. Nobody else can understand French. Um and I don't know, we like have some assignment. I wasn't really paying attention to this part. I just noticed there were subtitles this time. Um, and then we are with Adam, who is insta stalking Becky, or what is it called? Hastygram? Hastygram, which made me laugh for like four minutes. It's but I was just like, hasty is not the same as instant. This doesn't make sense. It makes it feel like I'm like, oh no, I gotta I gotta get something up right now. Ugh, I'm posting. I'm just gonna post it without thinking. It, it's, I gotta do it now. It, I mean, but it's like honestly like hilarious. It's like you know when you Google like like on thesaurus.com or whatever and you put in a word and they give you like some words that are the same and some words that are like so far like it's like the episode of friends where joey writes the the like yeah the uh, letter the letter to the adoption people for chandler and monica and he just like thesaurus is every single word yes um it's definitely feels like the writers did that and we're like sure that one works um and but while adam is hasty Graham stalking Becky he loses a child who he's supposed to be watching at camp also I love this child his name is Colton and he's adorable oh, yeah, he's adorable um the betrothed Colton um but then we are in Paris and Allie and Jenna are Skyping Claire and then they're dishing on Leo the hot French guy and while they're talking Allie gets sent roses from him but she's like Oh, we're having dinner. He's inviting me to his place to make me dinner. I don't know. I'm worried about dessert. Because she doesn't want to rush into anything. Which is a good call. Also, I it made me realize that I don't know how old this guy is. Yeah. Like, he has his own place? I don't know. I don't know. I ha- yeah. I mean, he seems like her age, but like he could also be like in his early 20s, which I don't know. That's a little creepy. 
There's like, but also it's Europe. I don't know. I mean, it's Europe and she's 18. So I'm like, okay, she's like almost graduated. So I guess it's not that weird. It's it's more like him having an apartment. Like how old is Leo? Yeah. Unless it's like a college dorm situation. Like he's in college. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's also making me realize we know nothing about Leo. (laughs) Nothing. We just know he's French and works at that cafe or whatever. Also, yeah. Not, that's all we know. That's, and he has that creepy friend. The creepiest friend. Was his name Henri or Andre? I can't remember. I couldn't tell. I wrote. I originally wrote down Henri because that's what it sounded like when he introduced him. But then later he said Andre. Yeah. And I'm like, did we just switch his name halfway through the scene? I was so confused because I did the same exact thing. I like crossed out Henri and wrote Andre above I think it. I just wrote Henri slash Andre later because I was like, did I just hear it wrong? I don't know. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves there. Um, but then we are at camp, and Drew was pissed off at Adam for losing a child, rightfully. And he's, like, basically putting him in timeout while he, like, talks to Mr. Simpson and looks for this child to find out whether Adam is going to be fired from camp. Yep. Um, and I'm honestly, I'm really proud of Drew, like, taking responsibility and laying down the law and, like, doing presidential shit. Yeah, he's like, I can't get in trouble for this shit. You lost a child. I, you need to be held accountable. Stop looking at Hasty Graham. <laughs> God. Um, but then Miles and Zoe are, like, making out on a car outside of the building. And Maya is like, I have a solve for this. And she goes and grabs a bucket of water and then doesn't look out the window to even see if she hit them to throw water on them and ends up throwing it on a teacher. And she and Tristan both get detention because Tristan is also there. Honestly, I feel like it could have even been worse than this. She could have thrown it on a stranger who would then press charges. Yeah, seriously. Um, But then we are with Adam and Imogen. Adam's like waiting in like some like the media immersion lab or something while he's waiting to find out what's going to happen with him. And he's talking to Imogen and he's like, who's this Todd person? Wait, I know the password to Becky's face range because it's the same as everything. Let me log in and see. And Imogen's like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And he's like, well, I'm going to go crazy no matter what. As long as I look at the messages, then I'll know what's going on. And then he sees there's like a hundred and something messages between the two of them. Yeah, he says 187 chats, which, okay. A few things. One, we skipped that Dallas found Colton, which I didn't put in my notes, so I just Uh. realized that we skipped it. Because Imogen says, because he mentions Colton, Imogen says, yeah, Colton's very worried about your relationship, which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, uh, can I just like say some things about snooping (laughs) in general? Because... You girls been there? (laughs) Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. I don't care how much you want to. Unless you are prepared to end your relationship, do not snoop because it will fuck your shit up. Yep. (laughs) And if it doesn't fuck your shit up, then you're lucky and you have guilt. Or that person is very nice and understanding and you have to, like, be, like, atone for a while. Because, like, honestly, if you find something, then you have to admit that you snooped. And if you don't find anything, then, like... Then you're the crazy person who snooped for exactly. no reason and don't trust your person. It's a lose, goddamn lose situation. Yeah, it's never a good idea. Um, but then, I think real quick we go back to Allie, who's, like... Um, wait, did she and Allie... Wait, what? I'm confused. Allie's, like, springing... Oh, yeah, Allie is springing a double date 
on Leo. She arrives to his apartment. It's like, guess what? I brought my couple friend because I don't want to have sex with you. And this is how I'm using them as a cock block, I guess. This is Allie's weird plan. Allie is bad at plans. She's so bad at all of the plans this entire over these both of these episodes. Um, and then. Oh, but she her excuse to Leo is that like Connor and Jenna are having relationship problems and she's like they could benefit from seeing a thriving couple. I'm like, you've known each other for 45 minutes. Five seconds. Um, but then we're with Maya and Tristan who are scrubbing the floors with wa- buckets of water, their new punishment for throwing a bucket of water. And Maya says, like, it's like Les Mis, like, as if that's supposed to cheer up Tristan, even though Les Mis is, like, the most depressing musical of all. Um, But then you really have very few positive options if you want to be in Les Mis. You're basically Cosette and you're boring or you're no one. Exactly. Everyone dies. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Spoiler alert for Les Mis. Yeah. And then I wrote that Miles is calling out Maya, but I don't really remember but he was like, what? Oh, Miles is like, I know you were trying to pour water on. I think Tristan, like, goes to get something. And then Miles walks in, and he's like, so it looks like you missed your target and got detention. And she's like, how'd you know I was going to throw it on you? And then Maya, like, blows up on Miles about Tristan and how he was leading him on. And Miles clearly does not give a shit about any of it. But then Tristan sees this confrontation and gets embarrassed and is like, what the fuck, Maya? Why are you telling him that I have a crush on him? That's like the first rule. You don't tell the people that you have a crush on them. It's embarrassing. And like runs away. Which is fair. And also like the whole reason that she even spills the beans is because Miles is like, I know it's just because you want to kiss me. Let's make out. Blah, 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 whatever. And she says, I wouldn't kiss you with my dog's lips, which I thought was a terrible line. (laughs) That's so weird. It's a bad line of dialogue. Um. But that's basically, like, why she does it. And I totally understand Tristan being pissed. I would be fucking yeah. furious. Um, oh, and also, I thought it was interesting that Miles didn't correct her in any way. Like, because he wasn't leading Tristan on. Tristan was kind of getting run that's away with true. his feelings. And he didn't kiss Tristan. Tristan kissed him. That's true. And he did not correct any of this. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't correct any of that. Um, but anyway... Then we're with fucking Adam, who was like, you know what's a good idea? I should log on to Becky's face range and send a message to this Todd guy to keep him away from Becky. And then Imogen is like, this is a terrible idea. He's going to ask her about the message you're sending, you idiot. And he's like, oh, I know how to solve this. I'll just put, don't ever talk to me again on the message. And then she'll never know. I'll just delete it in the outbox. Problem solved, sent, by. It's the stupidest thing in the world. It's a terrible plan. It's, like, I just, I can't express how bad this plan is. Like, she's, there's no way she wouldn't find out. It's so stupid. It's the worst idea in the world. Um, Like, if I received a message like that from one of my, just one of my friends, it was like, I'm mad at you for these reasons. Never talk to me again. I would call them or see them and be be like, like, what? What happened? This feels like whiplash. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, But then we're with Maya, who goes to apologize to Tristan, who is mortified and is like, I don't want to be your friend anymore because that was shitty. Bye. And then we're back at dinner with Allie and Jenna and Connor and Leo. And... 
they're like talking about their relationships and Connor has of course counted the number of days and dates and movies and whatever that he and Jenna have had and then somehow they get to the topic of sex and Connor's like ew I don't want to have sex that sounds gross and it's like okay Connor stop talking about this and then he's like and Allie's like hey Connor maybe not and he's like why aren't we here because you don't want to have sex with Leo and he just totally blows up her spot which is hilarious but also he says um i'm sorry i'm chewing a tic tac he says the touching the textures the smells like (laughs) i mean gross but also fair (laughs) and jenna is like you don't even want to have jenna gets pissed off about it it's like um excuse me i'm right here um and then and then leo and then they like run away or i don't remember leo and Allie are somehow end up alone and he's like i want to take it as i'll take it as slow or as fast as you want it i just want to be with you it's fine and it's like of course he's fine he's leo he's perfect um beautiful clone of every frenchman I've ever <laughs> met. um what about uh, henri we'll get there <laughs> um but then we are back at Degrassi and apparently Dallas has still been texting Allie every day which I'm a little confused about um and Adam Becky calls Adam because Adam is stupid and gets caught and she's pissed and offended that he would even do this and wouldn't trust her and it's a whole thing and he's like and he's like but I love you and she's like there's no love without trust Adam and he's like I think we should take a break and like they hang up and that's the end of the first episode which becky is in the fucking right that's yeah. a, like talk to her be like this makes me uncomfortable especially since she did literally the same thing to you which by the way you ignored like yeah. extremely oh 100 percent. like but she did the same thing so obviously this kind of conversation is not off the table there's been a precedent set that you can be like please don't hang out with this person yeah honestly dear god adam what the heck um but then we're in Paris and Miles and Winston are shirtless and like hitting each other with towels it's weird and then Maya does Maya walk in oh yeah Maya's like Tristan's gone I don't know where he went and when she walks in Winston like covers up his nipples which I thought was funny I read the same thing I thought that was really funny I love Winston I know me too um and she's like, Winston, come help me find Tristan. And he's like, um, but Miles, like, speaks French fluently and knows how to get around. But okay, I guess I'll go. Um, and then we're with the, the Degrassi summer camp crew. And they're going on a camping trip with their children. And Dallas has never been camping before and is afraid of bears. And Drew was messing with him. And it's like, all kinds of bears are out there. He includes pandas, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we know we hear that Adam has sent Becky flowers, but she sent them back as potpourri. Also made me think of friends when Ross did the same thing with Emily. Um, and then this is when Adam is wearing a camo hat. And then Dallas is like, hey, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. I don't think he actually says that, but that's basically what he says. And is like, you should hook up with Imogen. We're going on a camping trip together. She likes you. Which, like, that's such a commonly used thing. Like, but that has never been my experience. No. I never feel better. Like, like if I, like, not even, like just like sex like not to be like personal or whatever but like even just like jumping into dating too fast is like 
horrifying. Like, it's bad. It's real bad. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. It's not fair to anybody involved. Um, And, but Dallas is, like, pushing it hardcore. He's like, it'll make you feel better. And then we're in Paris, and Jenna is still pissed at Allie for the whole, like, double date thing. And Allie is like, okay, well, how about I cancel my date tonight, and we can have a girls' night, and... We can talk about Connor. Oh, yeah. And apparently Jenna and Connor are, like, officially broken up, which I was like, what? Okay. Guess we missed that. Yeah. They, like, breezed right past that, which I thought was a nice gesture from Allie that she turns terrible. Yep. 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 Oh, she's, like, the she's the worst kind of friend. This um, is, like, this is the least cool thing that you can do to your friend, especially your, like, newly single friend. Especially when, like, a girls night is promised and you're like it's just gonna be us like I don't want to think about boys that's why we're having a girls night yeah let's like hang out in our pajamas and watch a movie and eat junk food and like not be in pub like it's like the complete opposite of a girls night and it's awful even if you're doing like a go out girls night which is like a thing that we've done like you don't bring your boyfriend no that's a weird move no also that ruins it that ruins it for you too like the idea of like being like yes gonna go on a great girls night better invite my significant other sounds like a fucking nightmare like that ruins all the fun of it it's all it's just so selfish because you're like um I just want to hang, like, I want to be, like, I'm your friend, but also I want to hang out with my boyfriend, and I think I can have it both ways. So if I just find you another guy, you'll totally be fine, and then I get to go hang out with my boyfriend. It's just, like, the shittiest, shittiest move. And it's so selfish and so fucking alley. It's so alley. It's, like, borderline psychotic. It's awful. Like, I can't understand, like, the thought process behind it. Also, it ruins girls' night for you. Girls' night is supposed to be fun. And just, like, you and your friend, like, getting drunk and, like, having a good time. It's a dick move, man. It's a dick move. It made me really mad at Allie. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is something that I feel like would happen to me. Like, I would be Jenna in this situation. I feel like I have been Jenna in this situation. I don't know, like, specifically that, like, this type of thing happened. But I feel like, I feel like I've been a third wheel in this, in a similar way with in this Jenna type of situation, like in my teen tween years or something. Oh, I definitely have been. And it's the worst. It sucks. Do you know how many third wheel on a mall dates that I've been in? (laughs) Where it's like, oh, we're going to go to the mall and it's going to be really fun. By the way, I invited my boyfriend. He's going to meet us here because he's from a different town. Exactly. Exactly. Like it sucks in high school. It sucks as an adult. Don't fucking do that, you monsters. It's the worst. Um, anyway... If you're going to have a third wheel situation, at least be upfront about it so people can, like, sign up for it on, on their own accord. Um, which I don't know why you would, but sometimes that happens. Some people are, like, cool with that, but I always think it's weird. I always think it's weird, too. I don't get it. I'm like, I don't want to be on, like, a date with you. I don't want to hang out with a couple. <laughs> no. No. And honestly, depending on your friendship, your significant other probably doesn't want to be there. Because exactly. then you're just, like, chatting with them the whole exactly. time. Exactly. Oh, I've def- I've been, oh, God, I've been on many, like, weird third-wheel dinner dates, and it's, like, it's either, like, you and your friend are talking or your friend and their person are talking, but it's never really, like, a whole complete conversation because no. it's awkward. <laughs> no. It's, oh, uh, it's, it's weird. It's a weird move. I don't, 
Mm. I don't know. Maybe just, but I don't know. Some people are like, we're all friends and it's fine. I've never experienced that, but I recognize that other people have. I think, I, don't I think it depends on the relationship because like if you're actually friends with your both of them. if both with if all three parties are like almost equal amount of friendship then i think it's probably then it's easier. fine yeah but otherwise but otherwise weird, i'm like i don't give a shit weird <laughs> a weird move anyway we're getting way ahead of ourselves because we're just at the part where Allie's like let's have a girls night um because then we're with dallas who is teaching Adam about his TTC method, patent pending, which means <laughs> talk, touch, compliment. And this is his bright idea of how to like get a girl to like you or something. But first, we have a child wedding, which is adorable. So and cute. they also will not kiss the bride because gross. Yeah, cootie stuff. Also, I feel like touch, talk, talk, touch, compliment is like just basic having a conversation <laughs> with a human that you like. Yeah. You know? So thanks, Dallas. <laughs> thanks, Dallas, for just being regular, I guess. <laughs> um, and then Adam and Imogen are like, ooh, well, let's go on a hike. Because um, flirting, talk, touch, compliment, sure. Um, but then, oh God, they were with uh, Maya and Winston at the fakest of fakest Eiffel Tower shots. Oh, this green screen is bad. And then, I don't know, Maya gets all stressed out and starts crying, and Winston says, oh no, girl tears are my kryptonite. Um, and I'm like, oh, Winston, you're so unhelpful. Can't get a read on his sexuality <laughs> still. I know. Also, he does mention, like, Maybe Tristan is like floating in the sand, and that's when Maya loses yeah. her shit. And I was yeah. like, "My dude, like you cannot do this. Don't say that." <laughs> and then he's like, "You know what? We might need to reach out to the necessary evil that is Miles, because he knows how to fucking speak French, unlike anybody else on this trip." <laughs> also, he has been to Paris yeah. apparently numerous times. He knows where he is and what he's doing. Yeah, this is before Google Maps was on everyone's phone, I guess too. Mm. Um. And then, or before anyone knew how to read maps. Like, come on, guys. It's not that hard. Um, and then we're with Dallas, who's giving more bad advice. I don't really remember what it is, but he's like, get over uh, Becky. Like, go off with Imogen. It's going to be fine. And I was like, but did Adam and Becky actually break up? Or are they, like, on, like, a weird break? Is this an another Friends reference? Is this another? I mean, it's shitty what Adam does no matter what, just like it's shitty what Ross does no matter what, because it's literally, like, a day after they break up, and he's like, it's, I don't know, it's stupid. I don't get it. Yeah, it's very unclear. I mean, she sent back the roses that he sent her all, like, cut up or whatever, True. which they act like, they acted like was such, like, a revolutionary, like, savage move, <laughs> like it hasn't been done in, like, every single thing forever. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they broke up. It just means that she's not willing to accept his apology yet. Yeah, exactly. She, she wasn't like, I'm done with you. She was like, I need time to think about this. Yeah. And was like, not maybe. go make out with Imogen. Exactly. I was like, it was unclear whether they actually broke up. I feel like this is all a terrible idea. Um, but then we're with Allie, who's trying to cancel on Leo. And he's like, oh, no, I'm sad. And she's like, well, maybe actually do you have a cute friend let's have a double date with jenna and i'm like ali stop forcing double dates they never work out stop it 
fucking hate a double date. Can I be honest with you? I just I feel like we've talked about this before, but I can't remember have. if it's been on the show or not. We definitely I think have. it has. I think it was on the show, but I whatever I said before, I stand by it. <laughs> it's awkward. I don't couple friends are weird it seems like it would be very performative and you're yeah. just like trying to be like the best version of your couple self and yeah. like trying to be like we're entertaining and fun what about you yeah so are we let's be entertaining and fun together yeah i don't like if it's like if you have couple friends and you guys are like casually hanging out but i feel like the performative nature of like a double date at a dinner or whatever feels weird to me yeah like, especially I- when you're on like differing levels of like your relationship Mm -hmm. like this weird surprise double date where Allie and Leo have been like all over each other for five set for like like the two days they've known each other but Jenna is literally has a blind date sprung upon her and is like what the fuck I don't know this person and Allie and Leo are just gonna be like fucking fucking off the whole time and I'm gonna be stranded it's honestly a nightmare to watch um and yeah, no, if your double date includes a blind date, that's <laughs> fucking insane. So bad. That's crazy. Who does that? I don't understand. Um, but then, I don't, where am I? I think we jump right into the double date. Cause my next oh, yeah, is, oh, yeah. Wait, can I show you how I wrote Henri slash Andre? <laughs> yeah. It's like written over each other. Yep. It's I, weird. I didn't even, <laughs> just... <laughs> Scribble name is weird. I wrote, lol, Henri. He comes on very strong. Because <laughs> his first entrance, it's like, he, like, zooms into, like, frame, and his face has, like, this weird, <laughs> like, come hither look. It's it's upsetting. He, he has an upsetting face. Like, it's hilarious to watch, but it's horrifying if you are Jenna in this situation. And he's like, bonjour, bonsoir, or something. It's, it's bad. It's, I don't like it. He All right, so he also breaks my all French guys look the same theory. <laughs> but it's not my fault that Leo looks like all the French guys that I know personally. <laughs> And Jenna is fucking pissed, obviously. Um, and then I don't remember oh, what then, happened. Oh yeah, then Maya goes to Miles to be like, "Help me find Tristan," and he's like, "Beg on your knees," and she's like, "Fine," and she, he's like, "En français," and it's uh, it's so annoying. It's it's also like it like grossed me out. It's gr- I wrote, "Ew," he's making her beg on her knees. I hated it. Feels- it feels sexually suggestive and i did not care for it but zoe's like yeah make her beg and it's all i hated it i hated everything that happened in this scene (laughs) it made me upset including her saying sibu play all of it was bad but then he's like fine let's go but then we're back on the double date and of course andre Henri, whatever the fuck his name is is studying massage therapy he massages her hand which i'm like that's not a sexy move what are you doing and then shoves an entire pastry in her mouth yeah i said ew now he's feeding her and he's like now you can feed me and she's like i'm leaving i need to go and i'm like get out of there jenna that would be my exact response the minute someone shoved an entire pastry into my face i'd be like goodbye I go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're with Miles and Maya. Miles is like, let's go to this fast food place. This is where I would go if I was feeling homesick. And he's right. And Tristan is there. Um, and then, then we're back with Adam and Imogen who got caught in the rain on their hike and like find solace in a van. And 
then they start like such a trope yeah and then imogen is like i need to get out of these wet clothes which is like again what the fuck and then she takes off her clothes and she's just in her bra and then she and adam start making out and then drew like opens the door and is like oh okay uh just getting supplies get by and adam is like very clearly having second thoughts because he keeps stopping and being like i think the rain stopped maybe we should go and then like it just keeps happening and i think he feels kind of trapped but then after Drew catches them, Imogen's like, gotta go, campers first. But does she get out of the van without her Yeah, shirt she doesn't on? put her shirt on. I was like, girl, you can't let the campers see you with your bra and nothing else. Also, very brightly colored bra. Oh, yeah, it's like a hot pink bra. Um, and then we're back with um, Maya and Tristan, and they're, like, making up. And he's like, let's promise to never let a boy come between us. And... Tristan looks so good in this scene. I he does. need to make a note of that. And they're very I love them together and I'm happy that they're friends again. Although who knows how long that's gonna last. Seriously, especially with Miles in the picture, because yeah. there are vibes. They're gross, but there are vibes. I know, I hate it. Um and then we are with Allie who comes into well, first Jenna is playing sad girl guitar in her dorm room, and Allie comes in and is like Hey, I'm sorry, but I brought Connor. I well, she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry." And Jenna's like, "Yeah, that was like the absolute worst thing to do. I didn't want a new boy. I want the boy that I already liked to like me back." And Allie's like, "Okay, but I so that's why I brought Connor and he's here to talk to you." And they like mend things and Connor explains where he's coming from. And they talk it out, and, and they make up. Yeah. Thank God. It's nice. And basically, he's like, I'm just scared and out of my element. And like, and she's like, there are other ways that we can be intimate without doing that. Yeah. Like, we can talk about it and, like, process it together. Honestly, they're great. I love them. I love them so much. I know. And, like, and I feel like it's probably worth examining that Connor might be asexual, which is, yeah. like, super valid. And, like, it's really nice that Jenna's like, so this may never happen for us. There are other ways that we can be intimate without having sex. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Adam again, and he definitely regrets kissing Imogen. And he's like, what did I do? I need to text Becky. And then someone's like, good luck. There's no service here for miles. And then fucking Adam steals one of the vans. Real quick, then we're back in Paris. Maya and Tristan are putting on some presentation. They put Miles in a pillory. I don't know. Then Maya and Tristan, or God, so many names. Maya and Miles share like a weird moment, like before she takes them out of the pillory. And I hated it. Also, they left out a very important part of the whole pillory thing, which is that they would leave you overnight and sometimes people would fuck you. Ew. Mm-hmm. No, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good that they left it out because it's yeah, not. Yeah, that doesn't seem Degrassi friendly. It's not Degrassi friendly. But just so you know, they didn't just throw fruit at your face. Oh, God. Um, But that happens. And then we're with Adam, who is texting and driving on a windy forest road. And he almost runs into a car. And then he pulls off and runs into a tree and that's the end of the episode yep also don't text and drive don't text and drive pull didn't the we fuck learn over. this with dave yeah just fucking pull over 
my god yeah especially like as soon as he got service it's like all right you're in a service zone just pull over stop driving your car on this windy forest road like it's dark out you don't know where you are just pull the fuck over and send the text it's rainy yeah adam anyway that's where we are um that's all we got (laughs) and spirit squad captain i feel like jenna's been a gem from start to finish and ship jenna and connor yeah obviously um all right grapevine so we have a million tweets about how the theme song stays this way which is a real bummer (laughs) but thank you for letting us know we have a tweet from christopher nicholas do you guys not remember things that happened in the next class reunion special you watched i remember like what happened i just don't remember the specifics like the people because i didn't know who anyone was right so i don't remember any of the relationship stuff i just remember like the overarching themes yeah, I just remember it was, like, Black Lives Matter was, like, the main theme of that episode. Pretty much, yeah. And, like... And, like, old people are here. <laughs> yeah, and um, um, something about, like, like school policy of, like, um, what was it called? Zero tolerance. Yeah, which was still in relation to, like, the Black Lives Matter whole, like, thing. I don't know. I don't remember a lot. It was a very long time ago. It was so long ago. It was like two and a half years ago, right? Yeah, it was your old apartment. Yeah. 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 Um, Uh, We also have one from Indie Film. Also objectively current Day Monroe Chambers. Also objectively current Day Monroe Chambers. Fuck, his (laughs) name is so hard to say. Monroe Monroe Chambers. Handsome? Question mark? That is all. Yes. Yes. Obviously. Correct. Um, the saving grace of this season. Truly. So beautiful. He's so pretty. Why is Miles supposed to be attractive? Can someone tweet at me about that? He looks like like someone who is stretched out. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that is spot on. He like has like a face that's like I'm smarmy. Like he's just like a not good looking Declan. Can somebody please confirm that Miles is meant to be attractive and we're just not getting it? Yeah. Or maybe he's not meant to be attractive and nobody's getting it. I don't know. Looks like a piece of string cheese. <laughs> Someone just like drew a face on with like a Bic pen. Yes. I don't get it, but I don't know. Maybe we're not supposed to. I don't think we're the demographic anymore. We haven't been for a while. Um, but that is all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Outlander Season 4 is back, so catch up and watch that. That's all I got. Uh, I'm on the final episode of one of my new favorite podcasts. It's called Teacher's Pet. It's um, it's like this Australian show, so it doesn't come up like first when you open the podcast app. But it, yeah, it's amazing. It's like a true crime podcast about this woman who disappeared and her husband was like fucking his student and like she ended up moving into the house with them while the wife was still alive and ah. the wife mysteriously disappears 
and like no one's gone like it, like no one's gone to jail for this he was like fooling everyone because there wasn't a lot of like police like because he knew a lot of the cops because he was also like a like star rugby player or whatever like he it's just it's really good it's only i don't know how many episodes long it's it's not like it's not a super long podcast but i'm on the final episode teacher's pet it's uh from the australian it's really good that sounds awesome um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers